we got to go to Sam Farber right now. He'll be on the call tonight with that game we're discussing. Rockets hosting the Hornets. Tip is set for 8 p.m. You can catch coverage an hour before with the pregame show here on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Sam, we appreciate the time, man. How are you? I'm doing great. I appreciate the getting a chance to listen to your conversation. I think you guys are, are spot on about you know how you, you try and build winning habits. And um, you know just because something's not working for a team that does have veterans in terms of wins and losses doesn't mean those veterans aren't having a positive impact on your franchise's future. So I think you guys are, are spot on. Well, and Sam, this is so relevant because – the trade deadline is coming up on February 9th. I mean, we can't avoid the rumors that are out there about the Hornets possibly receiving calls about some of the players on the roster right now, given all of the injuries and the unfortunate season, the direction that it's taken place given their 11 and 34 record. But I do think that having some veterans on this roster matters a lot to help out some of these younger players. And so when you're discussing a Mason Plumlee, a Terry Rozier, all of the veterans that you would consider, you know, how big have they been? How instrumental has their leadership been with some of these younger players that you do have with the Hornets? Oh, massive, massive. And you, you hear it, as you mentioned, from the players themselves. We've seen several young guys over the last three years talk about how the, the impact of having a Gordon Hayward there, his professionalism, uh, how he comes to work every day, how he works on his rehab, you know, those kinds of things have an impact on these younger guys. Similarly, for LaMelo Ball, we've seen it from when Isaiah Thomas was here. You mentioned Bismarck Biombo. Just because you don't play the same position doesn't mean you don't interact with the guys. There's only five on the floor, so, uh, you know, everyone uh, is involved in everyone else's actions out there on the hardwood and in the, the practice gym. So, uh, absolutely, I think there's an impact. Uh, to be sure, every trade deadline, there's always going to be rumors. It's good when your team is brought up in them. That means you have good players. If no one's talking about you, that means no one wants anyone on your squad. That's probably a bad sign. So, uh, you know, Charlotte is an attractive place for people to go fishing. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll be interested to see how the team handles it. Um, you know, there, there's a variety of ways they can go for a variety of different reasons. Well, and I think one of the bright spots for this team, it took a while to see him play in the rotation, but I, I think Mark Williams gave you an excellent stretch in that third quarter against the Celtics this last time out. Rhythm jumper, transition dunk, where his motor is on 110%, where he's able to slam that in transition. How has Mark Williams given you a nice baseline? It, it's one thing to give you a flash of potential, but I feel like we do have a pretty solid baseline of, hey, Mark Williams can come in and be an effective player despite being a rookie. No question. I mean, and we see it over these sustained minutes. And it's something that head coach Steve Clifford talked about, you know, it's not just about minutes given, it's about minutes earned. And you have to take those steps along the way. Just throwing someone into the starting lineup, unless you don't have another option uh, there to, you know, take your team to more wins, you know, then it's a different, different you know, set of arithmetic. But if you do have a Mason Plumley on your team, you want your young guys to earn their spot and, you know, earn the fact that they're now going to be on the floor in meaningful minutes, earn a rotation spot, stretch out how long those uh, stretches are on the floor to the point that you, you become convinced that they're going to be able to post numbers that are as good or better than the veteran you're thinking about replacing with. So, you know, we're, we're seeing that from Mark Williams and from Nick Richards to the point that Coach Clifford's got a, the, the – decision that he wants to try and have in theory uh, of how do you figure out how to get three guys 
into two spots in that rotation. Very difficult to do, but that's the kind of problems you want to have as an organization. Sam Westbrine here. What do you make of, of Mason's play as of lately? I mean, he's got 17 double-doubles on the season, and as of recently, he's had multiple 20-point double-doubles, multiple uh, double-doubles of 15 points or more, but he's really been playing well lately. He really has. He's had a tremendous season. He's having a career year personally, and then even just compared to the rest of the league, he's a different center from Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. So to look at you know their stat lines and say, well, we want Mason Plumley doing that, or we want to move on to that, that that's not fair to you know 98% of the centers in the history of the game. But for what Mason Plumley is doing within his own abilities compared to league history, he is in an elite class. His numbers for offensive rebounds, total rebounds for assists. Uh, he does that at an elite level and makes this offense and this team better and has had a very positive impact, <coughs> excuse me, not just on the other centers in the room, but on players like LaMelo Ball as pick-and-roll partners. So I think he's had a tremendous, tremendous season. And, uh, you know, I'm rooting for everyone to make as much money as possible. Being in a contract year, uh, this is a great time for, for anyone to have your career highs across the board. Another player that's also having a career year, Jalen McDaniels. Last game he had a career-high 26 points and. Does this team look at him as a player that perhaps we know we talk about P.J. Washington and what they're going to do with him, but do they look at Jalen McDaniels as a guy that could be a potential starter down the road and they're going to have to make some decisions about that? I think he's opening some eyes. I, I, I remember, you know, a week ago, maybe, you know, as he was starting to get into the starting lineup thinking, you know, we're seeing this consistency from Jalen McDaniels. And he's a great example. He's the guy who was playing in the G League when he came in to the NBA and you know he had to work his way into the rotation it wasn't given to him right away he earned his spot earned his minutes but we're seeing now as his role has you know been solidified as a starter due to these injuries him get more shots and the percentages do consistently stay where you'd like him to be so you know it, 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 with everyone as you try and develop these guys and see what their ceiling is you got to stretch slowly so he's now become a starter pretty regularly here over the last 15 games now the question is, all right, you, you've gone from being a guy on the floor to maybe one of the three targets in terms of you know normal shot selection, uh, and can he maintain these percentages? So that's the next question he's going to try and answer, and if he does, then of course, if he continues to show that he can play starter minutes and put up these kind of points, he's going to become a bigger and brighter option for the team. Sam Farber on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Sam, we'll ask you this before we get you out of here. What are some of the things that you take notice of when doing preparation for tonight's game against the Houston Rockets, whether it be on the Hornets side or whether it be on the Rockets side? Well, there's some matchups I'm very excited to see. I want to see Mark Williams, for instance, go up against some of these young bigs for Houston, like Shen Goon, like Garuba, if that, if that comes to pass, uh, just because you want to get a glimpse. I thought we had a great look at Mark Williams a couple weeks ago when they played the Warriors, how he compared to James Wiseman, and he compared favorably. So, you know, these young guys who are maybe getting more minutes or, you know, different situations, it's one thing to see the stat lines. It's another thing to see them head-to-head. So I'm excited to see that. And then just from the Hornets' perspective, this is a team that very much believes in itself that if they get healthy, that they can still make a run. There's plenty of time left in the calendar. Uh, getting a win over Houston is vital to the, that cause. So, you know, I, I know that there's uh, always contemplation from fan bases about, you know, what, what to do with the season when you're at a certain point. Um, but I'm a firm believer. I know you guys are two players, coaches. They do not tank. They are working as hard as they can at all times uh, to try and get wins and try and uh, get 
better numbers, better situations for themselves moving forward and for the team collectively. So I think this is a big one here for the Hornets against the struggling Rockets team. Tip is set for 8 p.m. tonight on the road against the Rockets. Sam Farber going to be on the call, and you can listen to that right here on 92.7 FM WFNZ. Sam, we always appreciate the time, and good luck. Appreciate you guys. Talk to you soon.